listening to the Root of All Eagles podcast, where, where, where we break down the latest news about your beloved birds. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go! Hit it! And now, your host, James Webb. Fly, Eagles, fly. And welcome to the Root of All Eagles podcast. I'm your host, James Webb. And today, we're going to be talking about the new Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. One of the curses of a phenomenal season and a trip to the Super Bowl is having your coaching staff in the front window of the store for every team passing by to pick and choose from. I want to talk about the coaches who have left a little bit and then get into those who are filling their roles and any other adjustments that have been made to Coach Sirianni's staff. Of course, the Eagles lost both coordinators after the Super Bowl with Jonathan Gannon taking the head coaching role with the Arizona Cardinals and Shane Steichen heading to the Indianapolis Colts. After the Super Bowl, fans didn't seem too bothered, myself included, about the Jonathan Gannon departure. The Eagles defense struggled in the second half against the Chiefs, failing to contain a somewhat compromised Patrick Mahomes in his offense. The Chiefs rallied from 10 points down at halftime to take a lead in the second half and ultimately put the game away. While the Eagles defense was shut down at the line of scrimmage and picked apart repeatedly in that second half up and down the field. While all of that is true and the Eagles could have perhaps done a better job in adjusting to the Chiefs offense. And let's be real, not just the Chiefs, the Eagles didn't adjust all season for the most part. We let teams come back, especially in the latter half of the season. We played around with teams. We let them come back during the second half of games, and we didn't make adjustments. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Philly's defense was also exceptional all year long. And one of the reasons we got to the Super Bowl in the first place. Jonathan Gannon had the Eagles allowing the league's lowest passing yards per game in 2022 at only 179 passing yards per game. One of the six teams in the NFL below 200 yards allowed. The only team that allowed a lower total yardage per game was the San Francisco 49ers, who received endless praise all year for their defensive performances all season. We can't just forget those things when it comes to what the defense staff was able to do last year. Of course, some of that was due to bringing in mercenaries in the secondary that produced at such a high level. C.J. Garner-Johnson, six interceptions with all the time he missed. Darius Slay is an all-pro for a reason. And picking up James Bradbury off the streets is one of the most underrated moves Howie Roseman made all year. And then, on top of that, let's not gloss over the fact that Andy Reid is one of the most accomplished coaches in the history of the NFL. Simply put, Andy Reid is the best coach right now in the NFL. And it's, it's not even relatively close. His offensive systems have been dominating the league for over 20 years. He's a genius. And he's gotten the better of defensive coordinators for several years now. There's a reason they've played in five straight AFC championship games and three Super Bowls since Patrick Mahomes took over as the starter. He's got his guy and the combination of the two is absolutely deadly. The one thing I did find frustrating was the breakdown for the two quick touchdowns in the second half. And obviously, like at this point, 
we we know about the two times that Jonathan Gannon was fooled by the same play. Two times, back to back for touchdowns. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, something like this, it happens once. Oh, whoops, you caught us off guard. But for it to happen two times back to back, there's just simply no adjustments on Jonathan Gannon's part. There's like no awareness of realizing, hey, maybe they just ran that motion, that same motion, but they're just doing it on another side. Maybe we should coach our players to be ready for it. But he didn't do that. And obviously, I feel like that could have been coached from the sideline to follow your man. So that doesn't happen for a second time. But hey, again, all props to Andy Reid. He's been doing this with the likes of Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick. And now he's near unstoppable with Patrick Mahomes. Jonathan Gannon took linebackers coach Nick Rollis with him to Arizona as the new defensive coordinator. He's still only 29, and he helped us get the best out of Alex Singleton and TJ Edwards these past couple of years. Singleton was a top five in the league in tackles in 2021, and he'd worked with Eric Kendricks in Minnesota prior to that. I think Rawlis is going to be missed. He's an energetic guy who had a good feel for the locker room, but then the linebacker group he helped to build has moved on now too. Alex Singleton has been with the Broncos and TJ Edwards signed a deal with the Chicago Bears during free agency. Next man up on the coaching staff, next man up on the field too. I hope we see a lot more from N'Kobe Dean this season. I have really high hopes for him. We also lost Joe Kesper on the defensive side. He's been on defensive assistant but took the safeties job with the Miami Dolphins. So that makes three defensively. We'll get into the replacements in a bit. Offensively, I'm a little worried about losing Shane Steichen, mainly from a play-calling perspective. It was Shane Steichen who built that really close-knit relationship with Jalen Hurts with the plays. They trusted one another, and Steichen gave Hurts the freedom to play his way on the field. He actively encouraged it, and the offense was built around it. There's not going to be anybody at the end of the day that can say, our season ended because of the way Shane Steichen coached. He was literally consistent all year. So I'm definitely a little worried to not have Shane Steichen. However, with that being said, Jalen Hurts' success is, of course, somewhat a product of his own exceptional work ethic and drive to be the very best that he can be. But often that needs to be paired with a coach who believes in you and gives you the space and freedom to do that on the field. Sirianni had handed off play calling duties at some point during the previous season and Steichen took over at that point and throughout 2022. He's a quarterback's guy. He'd been the quarterback's coach with the Chargers for several years prior to taking the offensive coordinator role that ultimately led him to us. Looking back, I remember Philip Rivers really respecting Steichen. Rivers has had good things to say about him being hired as the new head coach of the Colts. He's particularly great with the quarterbacks, and he'll be great for a rookie quarterback over in Indy, but his presence will be missed in Philly. The play calling for Hertz is where my concern comes in. Will it be back to Sirianni with the play calling, or will it be Brian Johnson? And will that play calling be as fluid as it was under Steichen's control? Speaking of Brian Johnson, let's move on to the hires that will be filling the shoes of those departed coordinators, starting with the O.C., Brian Johnson has been a quarterback's coach for a long time. 
rising through the college football ranks until he eventually earned the spot with the Eagles. He was a quarterback at Utah playing as the backup to Alex Smith and returned to his former school as the quarterback's coach to kick off his coaching career. He then moved through Mississippi State, Houston, and Florida with the Gators as both the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator before landing with the Eagles in 2021. He knows Jalen Hurts extremely well and spoke glowingly of his work ethic and determination after taking the offensive coordinator this offseason. He said that Hurts was relentless in how he would demand the very best out of me, which, having watched many Jalen Hurts interviews and footage, I can totally understand. The guy doesn't stop working. It's admirable. And I never knew this, but Brian Johnson was friends with Jalen Hurts' father when Hurts was just a boy. Talk about full circle. Sirianni spoke of Johnson's ability to build relationships with the players and the importance of being able to do that as a coach, both with offensive and defensive players. So I have no concerns about the type of guy Brian Johnson is and the relationship he has with Hertz. And before all else, that's the most important thing. It seems as though Brian Johnson will call the plays too. And Jalen Hertz is excited about the future for his coach and working with him on a broader level. He said that his new offensive coordinator was destined for great things and that he expects he'll be a good head coach one day. So here's hoping for no drop off at all in the offensive production this coming season. Alongside Johnson, there were several other adjustments to the offensive staff. Alex Taney has been named the quarterback's coach who worked under Johnson as an assistant for the past couple of seasons. I like this whole hiring and promoting from within for the players. Hertz isn't dealing with new faces and coaches he hasn't gotten a connection with yet. That could put a lot of pressure on players and coaches to build those bonds before the season gets underway just a few months down the line. These coaches all know Jalen and the offense and the system and got them to the Super Bowl. So I'm all for that every time. Unless, of course, it somehow goes wrong, I guess. Marcus Brady, he's an experienced coach. He's been with the Colts as offensive coordinator for two seasons before parting ways in November last year. And the Eagles picked him up as an offensive assistant a few weeks later during the season. He's been promoted to a senior offensive assistant ahead of the 2023 season. And finally, TJ Pagnati has been promoted to the team's run game specialist which is an interesting topic considering the departure of Miles Sanders and the arrival of Rashad Penny. Are the Eagles in the market for a running back in the draft? Maybe. I want to talk about that more in the next couple of episodes around free agency and the NFL draft, so stay tuned for that. Moving on to the defensive side of the ball, let's wrap up by going over the changes to the coaching staff over there. Gannon and Rollis are now in Arizona, and the Eagles decided to hire from outside of their current staff to replace the defensive coordinator. Sean Desai will have his first shot at a defensive coordinator role, having been a coach in the league since 2013, where he took his first coaching job as a quality control coach with the Chicago Bears. He's got a wide berth of experience, having worked with special teams, defensive backs, and linebackers, and he's progressed in his career and I love the coaching tree of knowledgeable defensive coaches he's worked under. Vic Fangio, who's been a head coach in the league, Chuck Pangio, who's been a head coach, 
Mel Tucker, now a successful college football head coach, and John Fox, who was a head coach for three separate organizations for many years. Desai has also worked with some really experienced guys. And last but not least of those in the season just past that he spent in Seattle with Pete Carroll. Pete is a Hall of Fame coach at both the collegiate and pro level and one of the very best in getting the best out of his players. The team has always loved Pete in Seattle, and there's a very good reason that he's been there as long as he has. Sean Desai was his assistant head coach for the 2022 season and an assistant to the defense at the same time. He'll come to Philadelphia and be able to bring together everything he's learned from all these great coaches and turn it into one juggernaut of a playbook. And that I'm excited about. I think it's a great hire for the Eagles and one that should see us continue to be one of the league's best defenses in the coming 2023 season. The new linebackers coach DJ Elliott comes in from the Temple Owls who play their home games in the link. He'll be no stranger to our home stadium at the very least. He's been working at the collegiate level for over 20 years and will finally make his step into the NFL. He's worked at multiple schools, but has most recently served as the defensive coordinator with Colorado and then Kansas and finally Temple in 2022. Overall, I think we've retooled really well. I love promoting within on offense and making sure Jalen Hurts has the guys around him that have helped him succeed, even with Shane Steichen moving on to a head coaching role. I'm excited about Desai and some of the new guys we brought in on defense too. And we'll talk about that and more, the free agency pickups in the next episode. Thanks for checking out another episode of Root of All Eagles podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Root of All Eagles. And make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.